0: And Welcome into the Fantasy Hockey Podcast, presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni, and returning as my co-host for another Fantasy Hockey season is my brother, Nick Olszak. How are you doing, sir?
1: Doing good, doing good. Glad to be back on the show. It's been a minute, but uh long off-season. A lot happened in the playoffs this off-season as well for the NHL, so I'm ready to dive right back into it and talk some more Fantasy Hockey.
0: Yep, got a lot of new faces and new places. We'll definitely be covering them today. Uh, in this episode to kick off the season, we are going to be jumping into a Best Puck Classic draft on Underdog. Uh, Nick Nick, and I are both going to grab some teams here. We're going to get one started. We have a tournament literally right on deck, almost perfectly set up for us. Two teams left to enter. Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead and press yes, and we're going to jump in. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> did, you, did you get in there? Yeah, I'm in. All right. Hopefully, we are both in. Ah, I see you. It mm-hmm. worked out perfectly. I've been sitting on this, uh, on this tournament for like I don't know, the last 40 minutes, making sure me and Nick and I were going to be able to get in. Cause I'll tell you what, like underdogs, a great platform. They've always they're always running best ball tournaments for all sorts of sports, but man, the hockey ones, uh, they, they take a while to fill up. So we were able to sneak in here There's the last two players, and we're gonna get going here. Nick, I think you have the second pick overall. Uh, where's your head at in the beginning of the draft? Like, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I guess I shouldn't say obviously, but most folks, including myself, are, you know, leaning Connor McDavid 101. I took him in my first draft so far uh, this season. Are you leaning, you know, kind of chalk with Dreisaitl or, or do you feel any extra upside to grab Austin Matthews second, o- second overall?
1: Um, honestly not sure right now just looking at it I like Matthews and I also like McKinnon but if I recall I remember McKinnon can play center and right wing at least in fantasy in that mm-hmm. respect so uh, that makes him gives him a little bit more edge I got a little bit more hope in uh, Colorado than I do Toronto if I'm being completely honest but mm-hmm. honestly with these two it's a coin flip but uh thinking at the end of the day I'm gonna go Austin Matthews just a safe pick
0: I like the upside for Austin Matthews just because he gets more pucks on net. You know, he's probably going to get anywhere from like 40 to 60 extra shots over Dreisaitl and definitely a lot more over McKinnon. I I wouldn't be considering McKinnon second overall. I like Dreisaitl or Matthews. For me, that's the coin flip there between the two. sidle's ADP on underdogs actually pick number four. That's interesting. Very right on the nose, too. All right, so we see Connor McDavid go number 101. Nick with Austin Matthews, 202 what's your inclination uh to grabbing a goalie early i took uh Shesterkin number 10 overall in a format like this i'm about to have my pick at number six
1: um i my opinion i think it's really solid to have a goalie, especially in this platform probably grab one in the second round uh second third round i think is best but mm-hmm. then again there's also a lot of low value options that are going to be playing a lot of games this year like someone like uh a Jake Ottinger, who might not have that much value coming into the year. Or um, um Ilya Samsonov or a Matt Murray, one of those guys. Even one of the Boston boys. There's like a lot of options that are low percentage owned that you can for sure get a lot of starts out of, I think.
0: I'm having
1: trouble here with my
0: first pick. I got number six overall, and I can't make up my mind between uh, Cooch or McCarr. I feel like it's still a little bit early for Kale. Mm-hmm. You know, what? I'm gonna get fruity know. with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get fruity with it. I'm gonna go Kale McCarr six overall. I saw him Ooh. go uh, number eight earlier. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like all these guys that are you know up front like Avechkin, Kucherov, Pasternak, to like they're all you know they're all kind of right there. They're all at an even uh, threshold for me. I like Miko mm-hmm. Retinin at um, ADP thirteen point four. I think that's pretty solid. I would take. I would be just as likely to take Miko over some of those other guys like vechkin uh kucherov to chuck you know I, I think he's just as good if not better so i mean mm-hmm. for seeing him his name about five you know names lower even with a defenseman ahead of him you're going to get some goalies mixed into there i might be able to get one of those guys on the way back through maybe um maybe miko or uh Shestrikan, like i mentioned before mm-hmm. all right so after me went to Avechkin, i guess to go through the whole draft here we had Connor mcdavid austin matthews nathan mckinnon dry at number four Kaprizov at number five i took McCarr at number six then Ovechkin, then Kucherov. We are at pick nine right now, and in Still this some format, good options here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that's why I went with a little bit more of a heavier pick on defense, just because I feel like my next pick I'm going to get a guy that's just as good, if not you know, the same level as the guys that were drafted. You know, eight to ten picks ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. And right. no, and yeah, in these leagues like this, it's really important, especially during our regular season, to have one really solid defenseman. I've seen you in years mm-hmm. past. You run a system where you'll run two or three defensemen all year. You just get a couple solid guys. I think the one year it was Martinez and Theodore that ran it up for your team that one year. And
0: then um, I think the following year I did Petrangelo and Theodore. Mm -hmm. That one worked out
1: pretty well. I think I won that year. Yeah, you're coming up here with another pick. What's what's going through your head on this one?
0: Uh, I'm thinking goalie or a heavy scorer. you know the names that I'm seeing available up top that I don't believe are going to be there, like Kyle Connor. I think he's going to come off the board. Barkov's probably going to come off the board. Um, Connor mm-hmm. just went at two three. Uh, so continuing through the rounds, it went you know after after Kucherov and Shesterkin, Brady Tachuk, Pasternak, Rossi, Miko, uh, Tachuk, Connor, Barkov, and now I'm a couple of picks away here. So now looking at Timo Meyer, Mitch Marner, Gunsell um huberdo like Huberto in calgary i think that top line is going to be great oh it's going to be vicious um unbelievable it's going to be unbelievable i don't know i'm thinking I, i'm thinking goalie to be honest here because mm-hmm. you know i got some i got some name circled that are coming up they're kind of like my adp targets mm-hmm. um like artemi panarin because zabanjad he's kind of falling in this format those guys are going like at adp like 35 through 40. Mm-hmm. You know? And right now I'm at about pick 19, so I feel like I might be able to get either one of those guys from a scoring aspect. I know this is definitely
1: not like... Oh, and Vasilevsky goes right before.
0: Yeah, see, that would have been Mm. the nice pick there. And, you know, I feel like Usaros, Hellebuck, or Markstrom will be available for me on the next way through. At Mm -hmm. least one of them. So I'm going to probably pass on goalie here. I got about 13 seconds left under the clock. Mm. I'm going to go Johnny Hockey. Let's see what he does in uh, Columbus here. New place and a new, uh, new face in a new place.
1: Mm -hmm. No, uh, him and Lion playing together is going to be very interesting over there in Columbus.
0: Well, somebody's got to score, so I mean, Mm -hmm. I'll take, I'll take it. He's going to play a lot. He's going to be on the power play.
1: Mm Going to be logging minutes. I'm coming up here. I got to see what kind of options we're working with.
0: It's, it feels like it's just so deep. Like, I I feel like Mm -hmm. I really can't go wrong with any pick. And that's kind of why I want to, you know, kind of hedge my bets with some of these, you know, lower margin plays like, you know, high end defense and goalie.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with you. Hmm. All right. We're going to make this play here on Victor Hedman. Yeah. Like, locked him up last year. He was really solid for my fantasy team. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Mika Zabanejad, like, I mean, maybe it's just because the scoring on underdog is more spread out, but I'm typically taking him like in the first round of, mm-hmm. you know, like a 12 team fantasy draft, you know, like just a right. year long. And mm-hmm. not, not like he's ever going to fall off your roster at any time. So for him going at pick 80 or pick 39 for his ADP is just off the charts for me. I'm mm-hmm. probably going to take him here unless uh, Stomkos falls to me. I feel like, Oh, you just took Headman, So you're probably not taking him, but yeah, I feel like I'm going to be able to get, um, I feel like I'm going to be able to get him here with my next pick, probably,
1: Mika. And, yeah, I just locked up Jacob Markstrom, solidifying that goaltending position. Yeah, this, one's moving really,
0: this draft is moving really fast. I wanted to try and keep up mm-hmm. pick by pick here, but it's kind of flying off the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stomkos just went, so I'm going to take Mika. Uh, if I could get back to my – there we go.
1: Him and uh, Sidney the Kidney have been your boys in years past.
0: I almost took earlier uh, today when I did my first round of this. I almost took Crosby with McDavid. Now it's like, oh, yeah, oh. that would have been cool. But I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just did, I just didn't need to. Um, did I did I take Mikasabansjad in that one? I think I did. No, 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 no. The one I did earlier, I loaded up with like later centermen like uh, Braden Point, who's a great value at 62780 mm-hmm. ADP. Uh, Rupe Hints. Those are just two top line centers that are going to be on some pretty explosive lines. Um, playing alongside uh, Pavelski, Robertson, and then, of course Point with Kucherov and Stamkos, like mm. uh, getting those guys at that value is, is is amazing, and they're playing up the middle of the ice, so they're just constantly involved in um, in the action. I I, I love mm-hmm. those values.
1: Yeah, you got to wonder how uh, Braden Point will play this year after suffering some injuries in the Stanley Cup Finals last year that had him sidelined. You think that he rebounds as his uh, normal self? I don't know. I don't know what's uh, what
0: it is with. Uh the water down in tampa i guess that's maybe not the best time to to put out that pun you know given the circumstances <laughs> of the weather down there but i don't know i mean i feel like these guys heal up really quickly down there i mean we've seen Stomkos be gone for a long period of time comes back and he's fine we've seen kutrov do the same um so i don't i don't know i i just feel like uh, everything's going to kind of fall into place when you're playing on the top line with that talent you know the production just kind of finds itself you know it finds mm-hmm. its way to you you know all right, so so far, I've got Mika Zibanejad, Johnny Hockey Goudreau, and Kale McCarr. Definitely going to need to load up on a goalie here, but kind
1: of balancing things around.
0: Who who's your uh, who's your roster right now?
1: Right now, I have Austin Matthews, Victor Hedman, and Jacob Markstrom. I like it, I like it. Took Markstrom a little early, but he's a lock in Calgary. He's going to be pretty solid there with the additions they add. he? I'd argue that he'll probably have a possible Vesna season this mm-hmm. year.
0: No, I 1000% um, agree. Uh the draft that I did earlier, I took Markstrom as my second goaltender behind Igor Shesterkin. That mm-hmm. was the same one where I drafted, you know, those centermen late. You know, I was still able to get some top-end scoring in guys like Matthew Techuk Artemi mm-hmm. Panarin. Um I might be able to I might be getting Panarin again. Is he available still? Probably not. That was nah. that was probably like 10 picks ago. I forget. But I can't be doing that. I need to focus on getting a goalie, getting a little Mm -hmm. little look too excited. I might be getting some more Jake Ottinger, Nick. Man, Jake Ottinger, I'm feeling him this year. And really, I'm just feeling the Dallas Stars. Like, they look really good on paper. Mm I love how they're looking on defense. I'm very excited about uh, Miro Heiskanen, who's another really good value. thought I had his name. I guess I don't. I don't know his ADP off the top of my head. But I've been grabbing him a, a bunch as well. Uh, 116. His his ADP is 116. Miro Heiskanen, and, and he's a guy that I feel like you know could probably crack 50 points this year. You know, John Klingberg's now with the Ducks. I think there's going to be you know, a couple extra minutes to go around in the power play for him. Uh, I, I like him. You know, to kind of quarterback that group. So, um, yeah, feeling really good about the Dallas Stars and Jake Ottinger, and no more uh, Holpe, You know, so he yeah. doesn't really have like that like split. You know, mm-hmm. split split start narrative. Really, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. no goalie in today's games, getting a, you know, a bulk of heavy starts, but I've got, I got to feel like there's a little bit more opportunity for him to get, you know, at least, you know, five to six extra starts now.
1: Oh, interesting. I'm up here. Ooh. All right. I got an idea here. Going with Will Nye, the hockey guy.
0: Okay. Okay. Stacking up some Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't Mm -hmm. hate it. They put up offense. That's for sure. You know, it doesn't necessarily breed success for them,
1: but you know, Mm -hmm. It's, it's not playoff season. success, but it's yeah. success. Yeah. So, so
0: we're now into the fifth round here. What are some picks so far that you've seen that you you, you haven't really liked? Maybe whether it's on my team, your team, somebody else's. You know, where are some um, some spots where you feel like some of these picks were overreached? This is a live. Um, these aren't computers or anything.
1: I think uh, Jack Hughes was one of them. I think he still has a lot of potential, but I'm not sure the, the level he's going to be able to play at right away. Because he did miss a lot of last year. And yeah, he went really, really high in this draft. And I often up... score
0: is, is pretty high for a guy that may fringe on like waivers, you know, mm-hmm. for regular fantasy fantasy hockey, right? I, I feel like that is a little bit rich. I wouldn't be recommending for folks to go out and spend that type of draft capital, you know, in their fantasy hockey drafts, which this is kind of yeah. a prelude to, because, you know, we're trying to give, you know, the best picks available, you know, from a best ball perspective, right? Which are gonna be the players that you know, maintain the most value throughout the entire season, not you know, fringe roster players. I'm back on the clock here. I'm seeing defense kind of fly off the board. I like Moritz Sider sitting here, his ADP mm-hmm. is at 47. I am at pick 54. You know what I really like about most Sider, and I'm going to go ahead and grab him right here, is the mm-hmm. contact, all the physical play. If you're playing in a league that's you know, giving you points for hits or just has hits as a category, you got to roster Mo Sider. I know that a lot of people are, are you know, projecting progre- or regression. excuse me, he's going to take a, he's going to take a dive, you know, maybe he does in goals and assist totals, but I still feel like he's going to have a very safe, um, you know, just scoring base from, you know, his activity on the puck, you know, the takeaways, the, the, the checking, the power play, uh, uh, ice time, the shots on goal, the blocks as well, just about every league is going to reward blocks in some Former fashion. So I feel like he does, you know, just so much of everything else. And as long as there's a steady bit of scoring, like he's, he's going to be absolutely fine.
1: Mm-hmm. And no, oh, yeah, for uh his size too, watching him play, he's got phenomenal edge work. He's really mm-hmm. good moving the puck behind the net, spinning away from forwards and four checkers. And he just does a really good job of his own zone being able to get the puck out and get it out quickly. And yeah, last year he was, uh, He was pretty solid in the assist category, so I'd hope to see this year he puts in a few more goals. And, yeah, I think Mo Sire is for sure a pretty solid option in any league.
0: Absolutely. All right, we're going to hit a quick word from our sponsors. We're probably going to have a pick or two made while we go through these, so we'll be sure to review those as we come through. Uh, Thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100, 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own game, their own same game parlay feature that's just one click away. Uh, you just select the game that you want, build your own parlay, and start building that monster bet. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700.
1: PromoGuys.us is the best place to go if you're interested in EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all major sportsbooks. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts an even deeper EV analytics right through your fingertips. I've got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they're some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what your team is probable to win, but they tell you the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on the insanely valuable tool. And the best part of it all is Promo Guy is running a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguys.us and check out their 100% track, transparent, improved method for betting smarter so you can Check out promo guys.us. And you're on the clock. Yeah, I saw that. I was going back and forth there. You got you got a solid amount of time. I made
0: one pick while we were going through the reads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able to grab another goalie. I took Jack Campbell, also another one that I'm excited about. This is the second time that I've actually gotten this exact pairing of Jake Ottinger and, uh, and Jack Campbell so far. So a lot of confidence there. And I like the ADPs. You know, you're getting Jack uh, Campbell at eight, uh, pick 64, somewhere in that range. You know, I like that. I got them at six, seven, you know, not really spending that high draft capital, you know, you can get a lot of scoring on the upfront um, because no matter what, there's going to be those scores that you really like at the top of the, mm-hmm. of the charts. You know, there's, you know, you're just kind of picking your poison.
1: Wow. Yeah. Right away here. I'm stacking up on defense. Just grab Dougie Hamilton from New Jersey. I think mm-hmm. New Jersey has a lot of upside this year. They've oh, got sold? a lot of potential to be a really good hockey club. Nurse, Just another that. one of those locks. Um, Really solid. Darnell always locks it down in Edmonton. Really solid Owen in fantasy. And so now we need one more goalie, one more defenseman, and a handful of forwards.
0: Really loading up on goalie and defense in this one. I'm kind of feeling Quinn Hughes for my next pick. I mean, the kid had 50-plus assists last year. Mm -hmm. 60-plus assists. Excuse me, 60. I mean, a lot of offense there. I kind of like where I'm getting him at. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. This will not be the first time that I've selected him thus far. So go ahead and fire him away. Mm -hmm. I only have Mika Zibanejad and Johnny Goudreau on offense. That's it. I got (laughs) Kel McCarr, Mo Sider, Quinn Hughes, Aidenjur, and Jack Campbell. So we got to start breaking out some lottery tickets here. But realistically, like there's plenty of 30-plus goal scorers available still. You know what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. What do you think about the guy before you picking up Alexander Georgiev from the Colorado Avalanche when he's still like unsure? It. No, because I think Fransos is going to get the starts in Colorado. Yeah, I call I him Fransos, but that's all right. That's that's cool. We, we, can yeah. call him what, we can call him what you call him.
0: But yeah, mm-hmm. I, exactly. Pavel is my guy. I mean, he was, the, <laughs> he was doing it there last year. He was so incredibly efficient for them throughout the playoffs and the regular season. To me, it just feels like it's going to be his job, at least to start the season, but you know. Even with Grubauer there, they did a pretty even split. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it just kind of constantly came down to that. So I just feel like that may still be the narrative there. But what I like to do in this situation is to simply just take the guy that goes second. You know, mm-hmm. I, I see in the rankings that people are valuing George Ev more. You know, I think George was playing on a very good Rangers team. You know, even when mm-hmm. he got action behind Chesterkin, he was playing behind a very good squad. I like the Avalanche this year. No, you know, no real downgrades on defense. They did lose uh, Nazim Kadri on offense, but I, I feel like they'll make up for that. Feel like they could potentially be a buyer, you know, some some sometime in the early part of the season or at the deadline for you know someone, you know, maybe a little bit more uh, scoring friendly up the middle. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm, I'm not really too excited about Alex Newhook, you know, leading off that second line, um, mainly because I'm just so high on Valerie Nishushkin. Like I would really like for them to kind of. You know, get another solid piece to throw up the middle of the lineup there next to him. But, you know, it's all good. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll still be probably grabbing Nishushkin in this one. He's going mm-hmm. around pick uh, 116. We got plenty of space between now and then. Uh, no, so yeah, anyone,
1: anyone in that avalanche top six is definitely someone to grab. They just produce so much. It's absurd.
0: Who did I want to ask you about in that in that top six, though? Um,
1: Arturi lekinin
0: no, Evan Rodriguez. Oh. Evan Rodriguez, because I talked mm. so much smack about Evan Rodriguez last year, and I mm. mean like a lot. <laughs> like, don't He was a, friend, him, of, don't he was a friend of the show, yeah. He, yeah, he, he, he made appearances a friend of here.
1: The
0: show. <laughs> I'm on the clock here getting excited about Evan Rodriguez. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about someone who plays center? I don't know. I only got a couple of those. You know, Matthew Shane, there you go. 40-goal score. <laughs> <Like> there. <laughs> <laughs> Sign, seal, delivered. Oh yeah, you can get plenty of forty-plus uh, goal scores this uh, this late in the draft. Yeah, no problem. Forty-three and forty-five last season, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pick. Uh, what did I get him at? Ninety-one. His ADP is one eleven. I'm bringing him up the board. Have no concerns about it. Lose no sleep on that. Don't be a uh, a slave to ADP. You got to make your stance uh, And just know your guys. You know, like mm-hmm. Duchesne's someone that I owned last last year. You know, it's a lot of it's you know through familiarity with your own experience. I tell you what, I had a lot of uh, Tyler Toffoli last year. I'll be drafting him at the end of this one, too. Unless Nick gets to him Mm -hmm. first, somehow.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. I got a little bit of an idea. Yeah, we are flying through this draft, by the
0: way. We are already Mm -hmm. at pick eight ten. It's only been about like 20 minutes or so. We are flying right through this thing. When I was doing earlier was taking forever. It's halfway through the draft, just for reference.
1: See. Yeah, you're up, bud. Oh, yeah. Locking up the Von Tays. Going with the Taves.
0: That's not Johnny. (laughs) All right, you're back, you're back up on the clock already. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that is really fast. I wonder if these guys are autoing. I can't really tell.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got some interesting options here.
0: After you make this pick, uh, give another re- recap of your team, and then after my next pick, mm-hmm. we'll probably hit another quick word
1: from the sponsors because,
0: like I said, we're flying through this thing. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, right now at the center position, we have uh, Austin Matthews and Jordan Kyrou, who I just drafted. And then we've got uh, Nikolai Ehlers and William Nylander. Defensively, mm-hmm. is already rounded out. we got Victor Hedman, Dougie Hamilton, Darnell Nurse, and Devon And in the goal, we only have one goalie right now and Jacob mm-hmm. Markstrom.
0: Right on. So I got Mika Zavanejad, Matt Duchesne at center, Johnny Goudreau at winger, my only um, winger or forward so far, uh, Kael McCarr, Moritz Sider, Quinn Hughes on defense, Jake Ottinger, and Jack Campbell in net. Uh,
1: who are some late-round goalies that you're looking at? Um, I haven't looked too deep yet, but... um, well, you're going to need to soon here. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vitek Vanecek is one I think is going to be a really good value option. Logan Thompson and or Laurent Brasois could be Ooh. really good. Um, see, Ily- Ilya Samsonov, because you don't know who's going to get the net over there. Jonathan Quick is another one. He's going to be getting a lot of starts on an LA team who, coming into the year, up, they're going to. You know what's
0: up with Cal? I know he's hurt right now.
1: Uh, I don't that, know exactly what's up with him. That's the only home. reason
0: I would say, you know, Quick's going to get a lot of starts is because Cal's, you know, might be out mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, yeah, I think another one to add in there is Logan Thompson. I think he's going to have mm-hmm. that job, uh, delivered in, um, in Vegas, I think you know Leonard's hurt for the season, so I think that's mm-hmm. going to be him all all the way. Um, let's hit a quick word though from the sponsors. We'll be right back after this, and we'll get back into the picks here. I know uh, who's going to be up soon. We got a little bit of a reprieve here, so yeah, quick word. All right, No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning two hundred fifty thousand plus in cash. Download the app. Choose a contest, select your player props and earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and bet 20 times your entry if you head on all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA and even NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at knowhouseadvantage.com or download the app to get your first deposit match up to
1: $25. If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that sold 10 million subscribers. Thanks to Babbel, <clears throat> addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross-learning the new language off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in less than three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their learning lessons, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by native speakers, not computers. Their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, video stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey with Babbel today.
0: And Nick, I'm not sure if you've heard about odds Trader, but it's a place where you can compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks uh, to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of their games and betting activity. Go over to OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. OddsTrader, it's the number one site for all of your game day bets. Okay, and I just took Oliver Bjorkstrand. He is my <laughs> third forward taken now, or third winger I should say. So I've got Johnny Goudreau Claude Drew was the pick after that and I've got Bjorkstrand who's now going uh, from Columbus to Seattle. Uh, was a very good scorer last year. I like him uh, going over to Seattle. Uh, new new face in a new place, if you will. A lot of opportunity. Is he going to get to play with Matty Beniers?
1: Ooh, I don't know. we will have to see how uh, the structure of the alliance and I'm up again. They have them on the top line, Mandy Beniers, mm-hmm. Oliver Bjorkstrand, and Ryan
0: Donato. That checks out. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Low key, love the C- uh, S- Seattle jerseys, by the way. Oh, yeah. They're pretty solid. All right. You're up two seconds. Ah.
1: Ah. Who'd you get? Oh. Oh, oh you're kidding me. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're
0: up again. Oh, these okay. guys around you got to be auto-picking or something because I don't know. Mm-hmm. This, these this picks are moving coming moving stupid off so fast,
1: yeah. Hmm. All righty. You got to make up for that one. Oh, yeah. I got to find something good here.
0: You got 10 seconds. Mm. Next field the pressure. <laughs> Who'd you get? Taylor Hall. Can't really go wrong with a Taylor
1: Hall pick, especially on a Bruins team that has no one healthy. Mm-hmm. Taylor Hall is for sure going to get 30 goals this year. He's a solid lock for that.
0: I've got Miro Heiskanen again. So now on defense, I've got Kale McCarr, Mo Sider, Quinn Hughes, and Miro Heiskanen. I'm Mm -hmm. probably not going to draft another defenseman. I feel pretty good about that group. Going to stack up on late centers and maybe another goalie Mm. here or there. We're coming up on pick 12. Yeah, we're going to be coming up on my 12th pick here. We are at 1110. Let's look at some other names that we can talk about that are going late here that are available right now. Yeah, Yeah, Tyler Toffoli just went. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Tyler Toffoli now playing on the top line with uh, Brady Tuchuk going down to Florida. Or Matthew Techuk, excuse me, sorry. And going to be playing on that top line with Huberto and Lindholm. I think just good things are going to happen there. Obviously, Mm -hmm. when he came to Calgary... You know, the light switch kind of turned on, had some of the best production that we've seen from him since, like, what? He was a rookie mm-hmm. since, since he was with the Kings. So I don't know what uh, what's going on up there in Calgary, but Tyler Toffoli uh, getting it done up there
1: seems like he's liking the new um, the new sweater. Oh, yeah. And he he played a lot throughout that lineup. He was, like, a bottom six guy in some half-time during the year. Yeah, he played all over the place. He was playing so, on the third line with uh, Mikkel ba- uh, Backlund, and they were getting it done. I uh, was mm-hmm. playing
0: on the second line with um, – I still don't even. Is it Magna Payne, Manjapani?
1: Yeah, Mangiapane.
0: Yeah, whatever that guy. And mm-hmm. they were they were lighting it up. They were scoring a lot. But of course, that's you know Manjapani's is like Mo. He's a, he's a shooter. Mm-hmm. He's a scorer. Um, but you know, getting to play along alongside Toffoli that was beneficial to both of them. I'm just hoping, yeah, him coming up the lineup is going to mean exactly more of that. So, yeah, very good fit. Love that pick. Let's see. I'm on the you board. See, Carter here. Hart
1: just went here. I don't. Very like interesting. No, I don't. I don't like that. The Flyers team is going to be brutal. No Couturier for the time being. Yeah, just a critique that I would still be going like Vitek Vanasek,
0: mm-hmm. Philip Grubauer, Spencer Knight. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, uh, I would prioritize all those guys. I'm going to yeah. go Vincent Trocheck here. I, I I know I'm going with another Ranger center, and that may not be a great idea, but mm-hmm. I love the value. Going to be playing alongside Artemi Panarin on that second line. Feels like he can be kind of like a big a, a big part of their offense, um, so mm-hmm. I, I like taking that pick at one forty two, and it was my pick one thirty nine. So I'm getting him at pretty decent value, I'm not really reaching or um, you know feeling like I just like have to take him. Just love mm-hmm. the Rangers this year. I think that they're really built to win. You know, team that can put up easily four plus goals any night. You know, love him, like I said, playing alongside Penar.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. No, he's going to be uh, really solid. I'm bummed Nick Suzuki when I was eyeing him up. Just yeah. got the captaincy in Montreal, and it's crazy. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of those Montreal fans are throwing some shade at him because he's one of the first captains in a minute that doesn't Can't speak French. Uh, French. Yeah, You know what he's got to do? He's got to download Babbel. Use that code. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on, Nick Suzuki. We got you, brother. You're on the and board, yeah. bud.
1: I know. I just snagged Jonathan Quick up, so i going to be looking at some other options here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to
0: say, like, it's, it says you haven't grabbed him, but I saw that mm-hmm. other pick. Yeah, because those, whoever this person is, Chaz Effa, man, he put down his money and was like, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to that dude, but he is not here drafting. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like, lame because that's kind of the whole point of coming to Underdog is like, hey, you know, yeah. you want to get like a good live draft in and there's money mm-hmm. on the line. You know, like, it actually means something at the end of the day, you know?
1: Mm hmm. No, yeah, I just locked up Maddie Beniers. I'm um, taking ah. a chance with him. Yar. Mm-hmm. So I Press got the... him
0: like w- much later. So mm-hmm. while I'll say that's a good pick, might be a little too soon, but whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. take your shot. Take your shot. Did Vitek Vanasek already go? Sons of them. A... Mm-hmm. He's gonna take a
1: goalie with this pick. I know uh, Grubauer's still there. Uh,
0: Jake Man. Allen's still there. Yeah, I know, and they're probably also going to be there, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold Mm -hmm. off. I got about 15 seconds here. I'm thinking Troy Terry. I'm thinking Alex Tuck. I love me some Alex
1: Tuck, but he just plays on a bad team. Yeah, same thing with like a Tage Thompson. I almost wanted to take him early, but that um, Buffalo team. I
0: I went Manjapani. Had 35 Mm -hmm. goals last year. You know, kind of like my I've been saying throughout this whole thing is I'm just trying to grab you know late scores that late value. So he is at you know ADP 159, and I took him at Mm -hmm. uh, 150. So maybe that's a bit of a reach, but you know, the names that are ahead of them, they're not burying the puck in the net at the same rate, not even close. Yeah. Um you know, Matt Boldy was an interesting thought there, but you know, am I gonna buy that the the streak is gonna continue? Or have havat's a thirty goal uh, plus score, but you know, is he gonna keep it rolling? Uh yeah. Alexi Lafreniere would have been an interesting one there. I feel like Lafreniere could potentially get moved up to maybe the second or third line. I think I mm-hmm. Sammy Blaze right now, uh Signatured at the second line right winger spot I don't know about that
1: Yeah, they just have a lot of depth over there And they just got to figure out how to allocate all of it Yeah, I feel like Capo
0: Capo 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 Is going to Or, excuse me, Capo Capo or Lafreniere Are going to move up to either the first or second line At some point For sure. Right now they're both listed as third line wingers I think that they will most likely at some point Get pulled
1: up to the first and second line Mm Mm-hmm Gonna say uh, you're coming up here again. What's the uh, what's the plan going into your next pick? Um, thinking a center or a goalie I might go.
0: I might get Bo, Bo Horvat, who I just potentially passed up. Another potential thirty goal scorer.
1: Right on. Did I got a lot of, um, of assists though. Got one of my guys locked up, and just trying to figure yeah, like, out who I want to go after. You know, actually, this
0: guy's not gonna get me anything in the hitting department, but I'm gonna go with Robert Thomas if he's available with my next pick another just very very good value at his ADP 57 assists last year like come on like I mean that's like all he does don't get me wrong it's like he's he's gonna get you a couple assists a game but my goodness he's I guess great
1: minds think alike because that's exactly what I wanted to do
0: well he's a little bit down the list so I could see how Mm -hmm. you might think that you'd get him but I will Mm -hmm. take the balanced approach with Robert Thomas over the scoring touch of Bo Horvat because, mm-hmm. like I just mentioned, I've kind of already drafted a bunch of scores, so I kind of want to round it out with some more just steady production. Obviously, the assist can be a little bit more consistent. So
1: mm-hmm. let's, oh, see let's see. Here. And I'm
0: probably going to need a goalie on my next pick. That was pick 14, so I have two picks left. Uh, I have four centers, four wingers, four defensemen, and two goalies, so... I don't know. I'll probably take a goalie with my next pick and then just pick with the best available player to
1: close it out. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking at uh the wingers here and maybe, maybe it's another two, Maybe I'll get two goalies and just say screw it.
0: Because hmm. I really I really like what I have here. You know, barring injuries, you know, if if I was going into the season with the talent that I have, I'd be feeling really good. Mm-hmm. And your worst scorer is Claude Giroux and Vincent Trochak. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stroke trick's no joke, though.
1: We're going with uh, another center here. We're going with Ryan O'Reilly. I like having a couple combos here with mm-hmm. Matthews and Nylander, now O'Reilly and Kairou. I okay. think that cool. that could cool. uh, be pretty solid. Both those teams looking to do really well this year. And I'm back on the clock, so I should start looking a little, a little deeper. All right. Yeah, and then that... after
0: my next uh, after my next pick, we'll get another word from the, uh, the old sponsors we'll have a little bit of a gap until our last Mm -hmm. picks. And then we can kind of do a a review at the end here. Because no one in this underdog lobby wanted to actually draft their team. You know what it was? Is they were waiting forever. That's what I was was telling you guys at the beginning of the show. Is you got to wait forever with the hockey ones. Mm -hmm. So what happened was is they just forgot. They were just like, oh, I signed up for that three hours ago. Right. (laughs) Of course it auto-drafted burakovsky i like it i like mm-hmm. a new place in the new face up in seattle i mm-hmm. like what he d- was doing with uh colorado that's another loss that they took other than Kadri. i was looking yeah. at the depth chart earlier i was like man i know Kadri left but i feel like something mm-hmm. else is missing here is burakovsky burakovsky's solid good two-way mm-hmm. player good two-way Same. player all right i'm gonna take yeah, a goalie I- here i'm thinking i'm going
1: uh Semyon varlamov Nothing wrong with that. He'll get a decent amount of starts. They'll probably split the net 60-40, I think. Yeah, I'm not, take I'm not a big McKenzie at.
0: Blackwood guy, but I feel like New Jersey goalies are good goalies to own this season. I mm-hmm. feel like the Devils are going to surprise people. But I'm going Varlamov there. All right, another quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back after this. Uh, Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday, Thursday, and Sunday? That's because the NFL season is here. It's back, our favorite time of the year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues betting on your team or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elevate your NFL experience today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer for you when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use promo code SGPN15. Find the Elias Game Plan uh, sports betting in the App Store or Play Store today, and you use promo code SGPN15.
1: If you watch football, you need FuboTV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games and 4K no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports entertainments for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch it on all your devices, never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FUBO.com backslash SGP. That's f u o or F-U-B-O-TV.com backslash S G P.
0: All right, and we're back coming up on my last pick here at 167. Took Varlamov with my last pick. I think I'm just going to settle with these three goalies. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get Andres Palat with my last pick. ADP of 186, and I am getting him at pick 187. I'm kind of torn between him and Jake Debrusque. I feel like Jake Debrusque is going to be a valuable piece on the Bruins offense until Marshan comes back. Um, Marchand, you know, we'll, we'll and we'll definitely talk about like Marshand mm-hmm. and um, um, McAvoy on the next show on t- next Tuesday when we you know kind of get into our regular schedule. We'll talk like some stashes, some buy lows, and stuff like that. You know, In this type of format, you know, you're, when you're looking at Jake DeBrusque, going to have a very good start to the season, but I think he's going to kind of fade out as the year goes on as the team just gets healthier. All right, so just rounded out my last pick with Andres Palat. Going to be playing with the Devils this season, playing on the second line with Jack Hughes, who you already referenced, and Igor Sharangovich, who I think is going to be a nice buy-low candidate in fantasy. I think that's going to be a pretty exciting line that uh, a lot of people are going to be sleeping on. Most probably don't even know it exists yet. <laughs> Let's see, yeah. Uh...
1: And you're up on your last pick here in a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I got a, uh, I got my, uh, I got locked up here. I don't think he's getting taken. Klimberg would have been would have been a good pick. He just went after me. I mm-hmm. like that pick, John Klimberg. Oh yeah, very good, very solid value pick there. He's going to play a big role in that Ducks defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm trying to even think who else they have uh, back there right now because they gave up um, uh, Manson, who I really liked for them. Mm-hmm. He was a good young prospect, I thought. And then Lynn Holm went cool. to the Bruins, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sh- well, Shattenkirk and Fowler. I guess that mm-hmm. shouldn't be surprised. Oh, Jamie Drysdale. That's the other guy mm-hmm. that I really like there. Who the hell is this guy, Nick? Yurho Fakar- Vakar <laughs> Valerian?
1: Yurho Valerian? Vakaninen? Dude,
0: that's not <laughs> how you say that
1: name. That's, that's Vakaninen.
0: Dude, any football fans out there that play fantasy, fantasy hockey, like Albert Okubanom is nothing to this guy's name. Like... <laughs> And even I think I just said that wrong. It's Okay, Hmm. Waybunam. But whatever, this guy's name is ridiculous. That's a lot of A's and a lot of vowels, man. That's not cool. (laughs)
1: That is too much. Mm -hmm. You're ho, say it. Bacchanainen.
0: No, no. We're Mm going to call you Jim. That's not right. That's not right. All (laughs) right, so let's go ahead and review this draft now. We're going to take a look at our rosters and just kind of go through the, the draft itself and see about any any picks we liked, any picks that we didn't, values that we can highlight uh to help uh help out the folks at home. Uh you got the board pulled up, Nick? Uh yeah, I'm getting that pulled up right now. Okay. We can uh, just kind of go by the by the round. Mhm. Uh, we yeah, we got about we can do this for about another 10 minutes or so. We're making pretty good time here. Mm-hmm. All right. So, through the first round, what play did you like or pick the, uh the most and dislike the most?
1: um i honestly like the kale mccarr pick by you i feel like yeah. right in the middle of the draft is a very solid value pick and i really think that there's a lot of potential there you saw last year put up 30 goals as a defenseman 30 goals as a d-man from the blue line one of the best offensive defensemen in our time and i think that's a really solid pick at six um but the one i don't like i don't like brady kachuk there playing on an ottawa team like that there's I know there's a lot of upside with Ottawa, but there's also a lot of uncertainty, a lot of new faces. You don't know what you're going to bring in, but uh, I think there was a lot of guys that you could have possibly brought in to that mm-hmm. round that could have been more of a lock, uh, more like uh, like a Jake getzel or a Victor Hedman. I think I would have taken in that round over a Brady, right. Chuck, um, even a Vasilevsky. Like, guys like these, um, they're f- for sure going to be locks. You're for sure going to be able to – Guaranteed production out of them. Brady Kachuk, I'm not sure yet. Ideally, looking at someone in the first round, you're mm-hmm. looking at point-of-game production, hopefully, and I don't see Brady Kachuk in Ottawa at the moment getting point-of-game production.
0: You know, I don't necessarily love that top line, but I do think it's going to be kind of molded throughout the season, like Tkachuk, Norris, and um, Batherson. Don't love it. But you know what I do love is that second line of Stutzel, Claude Drew, and Alex Debrinket. That's oh, yeah. a group that That's a group that I'm excited about. I'm gonna temper my expectations because I do think that that group's probably gonna get broken up. Like, mm-hmm. I think you'll probably see either DeBrinket or Giroux thrown up to the top line to play along to Chuck and Norris because I, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's kind of like the the same cup of tea that they've been working with on that top line. And I feel like mm-hmm. I think they're gonna wind up changing up, and I, I don't like the, any any part of their bottom six. So I do think that they're gonna to have to kind of spread that talent around. And realistically, you know, you could take that top six and work, you know at least two of those guys on the top three lines. And mm-hmm. it's probably going to work out better hockey wise, maybe not so much on fantasy. uh So yeah, I can, I can definitely agree with you on, on to for sure. And like I said before, in the at the start of the draft, you know, those guys that are going in that range, there's just no one that really overwhelms me. And that's why, why I took him a car because when you look at the next forwards, it went Avechkin Kooch, Kuch, Kucherov, that is a Brady to David Posternak, I'll take any of them at pick seven. I, I'll take any of them right there. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's any man's game to go even beyond them players that i mentioned like miko rantanen um uh, mika for- or mika zabanejad excuse me who i took in the in the later rounds what did i get him
1: um pick third round mika. yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. pick 30 in in the third round and he was my first uh, center taken i took johnny Goudreau in the second but you know there's a lot of people that probably take johnny gudro 7th overall the same spot as ovechkin so i feel like that's a very mixed bag there so I think that me and Nick both really like, you know, grabbing a potential Kale McCarr or Roman Yosi in the back end of that round. In um, that round, hate, I guess I would just say any of those picks, like seven through eleven, because it's just kind of a weird spot. That's why I like, you know, the Shesterkin, Yosi, or McCar picks there. And the one that I would say I love is is probably your pick with the Matthews. I know we're, you know, we're, you know, showing the brotherly love here, but you know, I, I think that Matthews is just a, a smidge better than. Drysaitel, as far as like season-long value goes, like I mentioned before, with like the margin that they have and shots on goal, and I feel right. like that gives him a, a, a bigger bump. So just shout out to you for not falling to the chalky bait of Leon Drysaitel because I feel like in every draft I've been in for the last four or five years, it's McDavid, Drysaitel, Matthews, McDavid, Drysaitel, Matthews,
1: or whatever. The, you know, it was I did it last too. year, yeah. I had dry year my- after year. So mm-hmm. the
0: fact that you just did something non-chalky, I'm with it. Although according to the ADP that was the best pick to make, so we'll we'll, we'll take it with what that is. Uh, let's just go through the next two rounds. We'll we'll leave
1: rounds two and three available. Uh, just give me one pick that you loved. Um, one pick that I love honestly is uh, Andre Vasilevsky going late there, mm-hmm. um, in the second round. Uh, I believe that's pick uh, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pick sixteen for Andre Vasilevsky. I think that's someone that's going to be a for or sorry eighteen. That's gonna be a for sure lock. Um, I just couldn't say enough about him. That Tampa team's gonna be really solid. They're gonna run that division this year. Mm-hmm. Vasilevsky going late like that, and it's really good too when you can get a, a pretty solid player in the first round and then be able to follow up like with a Vasilevsky. Like uh, you see this guy here who got Ovechkin and then Vasilevsky. Being able to get a combo like that, I mm-hmm. think is something that's very very solid. There's a pick that I didn't like. Sticking with the goalies, it's Connor Hellebuck. Um, Connor Hellebuck. There, he's a good goalie, but there's a lot of uncertainty in Winnipeg. There's just a, not a lot of room for them to be able to make the playoffs in this competitive Central Division. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't see Hellebuck being able to get a lot of those win points at the end of the day. So, yeah, for that reason, I'm not a fan of Hellebuck. I would, if it were me, I would have wanted to see Hellebuck go into the third round, which yeah, is. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. When you look at the goalies around him, I certainly would have preferred you, Saros, Jacob Markstrom. But after those two, I probably would still go hella And that would push him to somewhere in the third round, right? Like later in mm-hmm. the third or potentially the early fourth. And that's just because I feel like the, the talent of those teams is just better. Like you said, there's a little bit more question around Winnipeg. And they're just more of a defensively focused team in general. They're not lighting up the box scores night in and night out. Connor uh, Kyle Connor can only do so much, right? Uh, Forty goal score, but you don't see all of those you know type of scores growing around him, you know, with any sort of pace or any uh um, you know quick. They're not coming around him quickly, right? Right. So you know, with with those two guys, I like them more. But Hellebuck, from a, just a skill point, from his own set, like I feel like he is kind of like the fifth or sixth best goalie in the league, just from a skill set. It's not an overly talented position right now, mm-hmm. and it's also kind of hard to see that because. The old school goalie play is just gone. You don't see guys getting, you know, 70, 60 wins in a season anymore. They're not getting those t- type of opportunities. So it's hard for us to even say like, oh, well, this guy's just amazing because, you know, he can just win you games. It's not like that anymore. They're, they're mm-hmm. just about every team is going to split. Even Chesterkin's going to have to go through it. Right. Um, so because of that, you're not going to see one guy halted over the other. So when you're looking at the split of, you know, talent versus one team versus the other, I totally get that. Uh, my hate it pick kind of tough in that range because again, it's all pretty chalky. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll say Jack Eichel in the middle of the third round, pick 31 feel like there's a lot better players around him. Wasn't overly impressed with his play when he came back. Maybe he's doing a little bit better after, you know, being conditioned one, one full season back, but someone that didn't impress me uh, enough to take him at this ADP. Mm -hmm. All right. So we'll go through rounds four through six. Uh, I'll go through one that I didn't like was uh, just prioritizing Chris Latang and Ekblad over Mo Sider. Like I said in, during the draft, I feel like a lot of people are you know betting on him to regress because he had such an outstanding rookie season. I'm betting the opposite. I feel like he could have gone honestly in rounds four. I would have taken him as the de- the fifth defenseman, especially in a format like this that's going to reward you for checking because just go look at checking you know totals. Like there there are like. Quinn Hughes have had like mm-hmm. 50 to 60 hits last season. That's as many as assists that he had. You know what I mean? Like, it's just also not as much of a physical game from these young younger defensemen. So seeing a guy like him step up and in, you know, that young, being that physical, still being able to score and just kind of having a very well-rounded game, uh, to, to me should be valued a little bit more. Like, I'm willing to pay up for him. Um, and getting really good defense early in these formats is going to be really valuable for you. You know, the, the late round picks are uh, very much a shot in the dark other than, uh, you know, like a few handful of, you know, late round targets like Mira Hoskin and who I had mentioned. Evan Bouchard would probably be a pretty good target this year. Um, don't take Seth Jones at all. I accidentally <laughs> auto-picked him the other night and felt really bad about it. He is not a good late round target. He's going to fall into your lap late. He's not a good place to get late, beginning, middle, or
1: anywhere. Uh, what pick did you not like in rounds four through six? Um, I was not a fan of Patrick Kane. Hate to pick on our Blackhawks yeah. just talking about Seth Jones, uh-huh. but Patrick Kane – Well, he's gonna—he'll do all right. He just doesn't have the support that he had last year. He doesn't have a Dylan Strome. He doesn't have an Alex Dupre next to him. You Mm -hmm. put him next to a Lucas Reichel who's like fresh out of Rockford, or a Jonathan Tays who's like old and disheveled at this point. He's—it took respect for your elders, sir. (laughs) He is our elders. He plays like it nowadays, but uh, a year older than me. Shit's like. (laughs) <laughs> well getting ready to the difference between you two is he's expected to be held to an nhl caliber level of hockey and uh you're supposed to be at an nhl level caliber of podcasting mm-hmm. there's like a whole different uh level there but uh no on he on. just doesn't have the support that he had with uh stroman to brink it and um i was really surprised that uh he went before Chris Kreider because Chris Kreider absolutely went off last year. Yeah. I think what he put up like 50 goals or something. It was like in the high forties or fifties, I believe. Mm -hmm. But Chris Kreider had an amazing season. And so, yeah, my hated pick is definitely Patrick Kane. And my love of pick is Chris Kreider, Chris Kreider, that Rangers team getting a lot better, which means he's going to get more and more value. And, uh, yeah, I see him getting in that 40-50 goal mark again this year. And, uh, yeah, I definitely can fire up some Chris Kreider, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: that would be a mistake. For, uh, I agree with that. You definitely want Chris Kreider over Kane. You're just playing in a better system. You're not going to have the, you know, the plus-minus issue, right? Like, Kane is going to get you that production, but he's also probably going to wind up being a minus three. Whether that's going to hurt you just in your point total or in a category-based, it's going to hurt you one way or the other. Obviously, Kane's a good player, someone that you want in fantasy. Mm -hmm. You just don't want to over-prioritize him. Uh, What pick did he go at, 37? Yeah. Yeah, later in that round. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, Artemi Pernarin went right after him. I would take Pernarin ahead of him. Um, Mm -hmm. Not Jack Hughes, though. I would take Kane over Jack Hughes, who went a couple of picks after him. Um, The goalies, Ottinger and Frederick Anderson, obviously should go ahead of him just based on goaltender value. Vlad Tarasenko, I would take ahead of him based off of again, you know, similar uh, situation with Kreider, just being in a better system, not going to hurt you more than he's going to help you. Gabriel Landeskog, same thing. So those guys were even ahead of Kreider too. So um, I would take Kreider ahead of all those guys that you had mentioned mm-hmm. that I just mentioned though. Uh, through that range, who I did not like, ooh, do, 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 Thomas Chabot at pick sixty-nine in the sixth round. Just doesn't do enough for me there. Uh, I would have taken Dougie Hamilton who went after him, Brent Burns who went after him, Darnell Nurse that went after him, Quinn Hughes who I took after him, Alex Petrangelo who I took or who was taken after him, not Seth Jones who was taken after him. I would would take (laughs) Thomas Chabot over Seth Jones. Uh, (laughs) Charlie McAvoy I would probably actually target as a stash over then drafting Thomas Chabot. Uh, Shea Theodore same thing. uh, To me, that's just a misevaluation. Uh, getting him at pick 69 seems like a guy that should be going in the later, I don't know, 80s to 90s, if not deeper. Yeah, I couldn't agree more on that one. Uh, looking at picks, let's say seven through rounds 7 through 10, excuse me. What are you looking at here that you didn't like?
1: Um, What I didn't like? We'll, we'll start with what I did like because there's um a lot that I did like, and one of the picks I really do like in round 10 is Pavel François of the Colorado Avalanche. Um, mm-hmm. Georgiev, we mentioned earlier in the show, went very early, but I just don't see him getting the starts that Frantzos did. Frantzos was a lock last year. Mm-hmm. I think he maybe only lost two or three games, and he yeah. was someone that you would always pick up at 2, 3 a.m. on the waiver wire just to try and get that in because you knew he was a guaranteed win. And I think it's going to be that same situation on that Colorado team. They've stacked up a little bit more. They still kept a lot of their same core intact. And uh, no Darcy Kemper, which means it's uh, Franco's net, I think. I think Georgiev will make for a good one-two punch. But, um, no, I really like François, for sure, to be the starter. Um, someone that I didn't like, um, I would probably have to go uh, Seth Jones. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah, Seth yeah. fruit. He was, mm-hmm. he was one of the worst, like, advanced or yeah uh, analytically advanced players he was in that respect he was one of the worst players in the league he played the most ice time he averaged about 25 minutes a night but when he was on the ice it was just nothing but brutality on the back end and uh you know what i would it, love to see
0: i mean and call me crazy you know i'm not mm-hmm. a, i'm not a teg- technician of modern nhl strategy but put him on offense. So make him a, make him a forward. I mean, is that, Mm -hmm. is it really that crazy at this point when you're that bad on defense, son, Mm -hmm. it's like putting a forward back there. Okay. (laughs) Like what was he last season? A minus, a minus 37. He's a minus 37. Like you're not Mm -hmm. good at defense. It's, it's, it's a position that you defend, not score. You're good at scoring. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, if he's on the power yeah. play, he's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's it. That's it. Because you know what? When you're on the power play there, the other team has one less player. It's right. very difficult to play offense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? No, absolutely mm-hmm. stay away from best ball, regular season fantasy hockey. We are not advocators, and we're Blackhawk fans. So, like, mm-hmm. If that's not enough of an endorsement to not draft him, I don't know what is. Um, I'm going to go with a love with another physical forward. I'm going Tanner Janot. Uh, tenth round pick 117 went a couple of picks after Oliver Bjorkstrand, who, like I said, is a 30 goal scorer last year for Columbus. Thinking he can come close to that number again in Seattle, you know, that's the type of like comparison and how much of a safe floor Geno's physical play gives him. Mm-hmm. I think he had like 300 hits last year,
1: something crazy. Oh, it's third, yeah,
0: Th- yeah, 318 hits last year. I mean, most Sider had 151. Nick,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's what and I'm, most, you know, side, yeah.
1: He's so so a
0: little guy too. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I love it, and you mm-hmm. also just adds in with the offense as well, right? So last year, where did he have? Uh, it was 18 and 24, something like that. Where'd you go? I just, I just had him up. Uh, 24 and 17, other way around. Excuse me. 24 goals, 17 assists for a guy who's laying the body 300 plus times, and you know, a non-check friendly, you know, NHL these days. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that value there. You're getting him at what pick was that? Like what did I say, one seventeen, yeah, one seventeen, round ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- absolutely love it. Think it's kind of a steal, actually.
1: Yeah, for how much he puts up, it's just insane. Especially in a league where you're getting points for hits, Tanner Denoe mm-hmm. is right up there. And coming in as a rookie last year, being able to put that those kind of numbers and hit like that, because you right. see a lot of these rookies that come in, like uh, Kirby Doc, perfect example oh. when he played for the Blackhawks. He's very tentative. He turned over the puck a lot. He didn't want to win those 50-50 battles. But you bring in a guy in Nashville like Tanner Janot, he's just uh, he's just on fire. He's oh. all over the place. He's running around, chasing the puck, playing the body, and he looks like an NHL veteran out there when he's really a rookie. So Strong all power to Tanner Janot. Kick.
0: Strong <laughs> on his stick, which Kirby <laughs> Doc is not.
1: No, Kirby we don't like Doc that guy.
0: is an unbalanced hockey player. He is, man. <laughs> I think I think if we were both out there, the same amount of ice time, mm-hmm. he would fall down more than me. I I really believe mm-hmm. that. I feel like I could keep myself upright. I mean, that's all mm-hmm. I would be trying to do mm-hmm. against those dudes. But I don't know. I still think I could outlast him. That dude is mm-hmm. just always on his ass. Oh him. yeah, drove me crazy. Don't have well, to worry about that anymore. Problem crazy solved.
1: Is we, crazy is we got a first round pick for that guy.
0: That is crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to close it out with a few more that we just loved here. Uh just got a couple more minutes. Uh, who did we love through picks or rounds? I keep going with picks. Rounds 13 through 16. Who did we love? Give me two picks that you loved.
1: Um, I'm going to stick with uh, both of us here. I'm going with you with Robert Thomas. I was eyeing him up during the draft, and I'm really mad that I didn't get a chance to get him because I was looking. He had like 20 goals and 57 assists, almost point a game. Going in the 14th round. Are you kidding me? And on a team like St. Louis, who's gonna for sure they're locked to be at the top of the central division, top right, of the NHL. Calm, let's just
0: calm down. Let's just let's just let's just let's just pump the brakes, all right, with the blues love around here.
1: I'm just saying they're a lock to be up there in the central division. And okay. Robert Thomas is gonna be a lock to get some point production on that team. He just signed a nice little contract over there, a little extension coming into the season. So yeah, I have no reason why. He uh, couldn't repeat that. And then uh, I'm also uh, sticking with this side of the show. I'm going with Anthony Duclair from the Florida Panthers. He put up, I got him in the last round. And uh, yeah, he put up 31 goals last year, 27 assists. To be able to get a 30 goal score like that is uh, pretty solid in my opinion. And uh, right before him was uh, Peter Mrazek, who will move into the, one of the picks that I hate. Peter Mrazek <laughs> is going to get shelled this year in Chicago. He, Where, stop it with the negativity! Get it out of here. Well, you Rejections just got to embrace. Like you it. have to embrace the truth. Like
0: it's obvious that <laughs> listen, it is the off season still. Technically, I can have not tempered expectations. Still, I am allowed that. It's preseason. As a it's technically still the off season.
1: In all technicality, yeah, but Peter Mrazic, I don't see him doing a lot over there in uh chicago i'm really surprised he got drafted at all they're gonna be uh, a toilet bowl team if you will and then another pick that uh, i'm really not a fan of um, probably in the last half of the draft i'm probably gonna go uh anton Forsberg. um cam talbot i think is gonna take over that net in ottawa and he's gonna run with it Yep. Ottawa, They're. Not, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to make a good push for it. I think you're looking at probably a 38-40 win team just right outside of a wild card spot. And right. so I don't see Anton Forsberg getting a lot of starts when you have a veteran goalie like Cam Talbot, who's yep. used to that workload and has performed with that workload. So, yeah, those are my guys.
0: Yeah, Forsberg, uh, if he's going to be drafted at last round, literally like last three picks, I would mm-hmm. take uh, Karel Vizmelka ahead of him who went after him. Uh Semyon Varlamov, who I took after him. Not even that big a fan of Jake Allen, but he went in the last round. I would take him as well ahead of him. So definitely a reach there for for me as well. Um I, Nick, I don't know about that Anthony Duclair pick. I mean, you like pat yourself on the back for it. The guy's on the IR. I mean, you got any update on that injury or what? I mean He'll be I, off the IR. I was I was about to give you a little, little bump for it, and a little chirp, but then you had to pat yourself on the back for it. So, you know.
1: Yeah, no comment. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> any any update on that uh, on that injury? Mending oh, we're gonna have to uh, uh, look, uh, look, look into that, into that. Into that one. A little lower body injury it says here next to his name. A little IR, a little IR situation.
1: Poor Anthony. look into
0: that. Can't get any can't get any breaks. I like Anthony Duclair. If I he didn't did see this. that IR thing next to his name, I'd been like, Yeah, good pick. Yeah, good I didn't
1: see pick. that IR thing next to his name either.
0: Yeah, well, underdog, they're they're lacking on the um, they're lacking on the hockey info, apparently. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I know also they, they thought have a-
0: earlier they didn't have they didn't have anything listed under like McAvoy or Brad Marchand. So maybe they're mm-hmm. just trying to lay bait, you know. They're just they're just trying to trap people into picking these, you know, name brand players that are hurt that are on the IR. Mm-hmm. Marchand, well, also- until Thanksgiving.
1: Well, yeah, Underdog is also slacking in that sense because they still have uh, Jacob Markstrom headshot from when he played for the Vancouver Canucks.
0: Well, they're working on it. I'm sure they'll get yeah. a new photo of They got to work
1: on their uh, headshot game. I yeah, got a little
0: headshot update.
1: And Taylor Hall still when he was on the Devils. Yeah, they, they got to work on that. So. Well, that's a good photo. I don't know why they'd want to replace that. That was that's just a good-looking <laughs> sweater. I don't know what to tell you.
0: All right, very good. Good stuff. Good show. We are going to be back this upcoming Tuesday. That's where we're going to be dropping our um, our weekly pods, our Tuesday nights. So be sure to check those out. Uh, going forward, we will be live. We'll be doing them, you know, either on Twitter or the SGPN Streamyard. We'll get something going for you guys. So be sure to tune in. You know, we're next episode. We're definitely talking a little bit more. You know, like fantasy draft-friendly content. You know, guys that you can target late in points-based and categories. You know, some stashes like we had mentioned. Some of those, you know, potential Bruin players that are going to be, you know, kind of like mid-season bumps that you know you probably don't want to try to get off the waiver wire. You might want to just be able to, you know, own them early and often. Uh, so yeah, definitely check back with us every week. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at sgpnjb. Nick, let them know where they can find you.
1: Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, face off with OZ over there. Follow some. Fancy hockey content. We're going to be getting back going with that here as the season gets going. So be sure to check that out for uh, some fancy hockey and NHL content.
0: Yep. Take care. Be well. Be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.